0: welcome to episode 60 of the savvy shopkeeper retail podcast what made 2020 successful for independent retailers i'm your host kathy cruz so my intention for this episode is simple do i always say that though it really is (laughs) it's to inspire you to feel optimistic about 2021 i want to remind retailers that we are resilient and even though there are still so many unknowns we can inspire, motivate and encourage each other. Before I get started, I want to start with a shopkeeper shout out and I don't always do a shopkeeper shout out at the beginning of these episodes, but for this one I I want to do that. And this one is for Holly of Papetry Fine Stationery and Gifts. I hope I think I said that right. We'll link Holly's website in the show notes. It's papetryrichmond.com. But her Uh, review podcast review title made me laugh. It was titled Kathy rides shotgun. And Holly, thank you for the five star review. I really appreciate it. Holly said what a great carpool buddy. Although I've never met her in person, Kathy and the savvy shopkeeper podcast ride to the shop with me each week. Kathy has become a great resource for me in building my retail business. All this time, I thought I was the only one with all the retail questions. I would have loved to have had all this information at my fingertips when I first bought my business eight years ago. I've been a master shopkeeper for a year now, and it is worth every penny exclamation point. Retail ownership can be a very lonely job at times, and this group is a wonderful sounding board and a wealth of valuable knowledge and mentorship. This past year would have been so much harder without these comrades. Holly, thank you. I think you know, I know you know, I feel the same way about all of you and the group. I appreciate you as well. I'm always happy to see you hopping on group calls and this review really meant a lot to me. Okay, so moving forward, um, if I go back to episode 13, It was titled, What Made, or it is titled, What Made 2019 Successful for Independent Retailers? It's one of the most downloaded episodes of this podcast, and I understand why. It helps to know what is contributing to the success of other independent retailers, right? Like, probably the title alone was enough for someone to be intrigued and think, wow, I want to know what's working for everyone else. No one expected or could have predicted 2020, right? What a year. Independent retailers did some incredible things to get through 2020, though. If you go back and listen to episode 13, you'll hear things um, that not many retailers, if any, could have used to succeed in 2020. I mean, I guess some things, but there are a couple things that we'll talk about that really stand out that most of us just couldn't have used Um, in 2020 to be successful, like in-person events. And this is like the point where I just like wanna sigh because I miss those in-person events. I miss the line outside of our door before um, a big event. I miss seeing all of the customers come in. I miss some of the regulars who aren't comfortable coming out and shopping with us right now and I get it, but I do, I miss all of that. And I know many of you miss that too. So I talk to lots of retailers. I mean, I see the conversations going on in our communities. I work with multiple one-on-one clients that I speak with every week. So it's easy for me to identify trends and see what's working for shopkeepers, but it would be selfish if I kept that all to myself, right? So just like last time, I asked group members in our communities, both the Shopkeepers Lab and Master Shopkeepers, what helped them succeed but this time I asked them what helped them succeed during a pandemic year so normally if I ask a question in the group I sometimes answer it and this one I actually had to pause um, and think about and I couldn't just give one thing so I didn't even answer my own question correctly so I just want to share some of the things that I feel contributed to my own success or you know my sister and I our success at our store what contributed to that in 2020. So the first one and this isn't in any particular order I actually think the last thing that I'll mention is the most was the most valuable or the helped us the most. But the first one was my grit. Like I was so determined to not let this pandemic bring me or my business down. This meant I actually had had a lot of work to do and it was actually a lot of work on myself and I invested in a coach. And what I found was that I was resisting being a coach and getting coached. I resisted both of those for a really long time But 2020 was the year I changed that, and it genuinely changed my life. Um, I'll save this episode for a future, I'll save this topic, I should say, for a future episode, but it's the truth, and I am, when I work one-on-one with clients, it brings me so much joy, and I feel like it's just validated the path I've taken for the past few years. So I'll leave it at that, but I'll talk about this more in the future. Number two was our online shop and shipping. We spent all of 2019 filling up our online shop with everything that's in our store. Furniture, paint, home decor, gifts, every single category. I believe, I'm pretty sure, every item. And thank goodness we did that um, because 2020 would not have turned out the way it did had we not been prepared for that. Number three was systems. There's no way my sister and I could have split the store hours the way we did. Like we both literally worked half as much, um, but accomplished as much as we did the year before. Uh, But that could not have happened without the systems and processes that we had in place. And that's an episode, if you want to go listen to it, is episode 59, For sure, that episode triggered a lot of emotion and a lot of response from all of you. So if something's been telling you that you need to have systems and processes in place in your own retail business, go listen to episode 59 for sure. And then the last thing that I mentioned, but it's certainly not the least important or not the least valuable to us, was the amount of shop small and shop local love that we received. Um, I for sure have to credit this the most. Our customers seriously showed up in 2020. It was heartwarming, and we appreciate it so much. If you are a customer of mine at the store I own with my sister and you listen to this podcast, because I really don't know who listens to the podcast, like, thank you. Seriously, thank you. Can't thank you enough. Okay, so let's move on to some of the other things that... um, our fellow shopkeeper said in our communities. And the first one, I'm actually going to share her name, it's Jenna of Chic Artique. I asked her for permission to share this on the podcast and she said yes. But her response was similar to mine because her response was one thing, question mark, like she couldn't just answer one thing. She went on to say, when local governments say, close your doors, don't close your doors. And I think she meant this in terms of like, don't stop running your business. She said, just do business differently. When you have no customers, you still go to work and work harder. One thing that blew my mind in the middle of a shutdown, customers called me to purchase gift cards. The relationship we had formed with our customers carried us through. Live videos during shutdown gave us momentum. And then she said, sorry, I could not pick one. It was a complicated year, yet the most rewarding year ever to be in business talk about finding the silver lining I, I that's the one sentence that really struck me the most about what jenna said i love jenna's spirit though and you'll see that in her store go follow her on instagram chicartique it's amazing but just that she said yet the most rewarding year ever to be in business i'm sure many of us in 2020 felt maybe frustrated sad lonely all all of the emotions So I can appreciate that she still found it to be a rewarding year, even with all of its challenges. Okay, so then the other responses, because there were dozens of responses, I just kind of grouped and categorized so that you could see um, what made business owners, retail business owners successful in 2020. And I think the first one's gonna be an obvious one, was just offering a way to come get items from your store or to receive items from your store so curbside pickup delivery shipping all of those things were extremely important because people were quarantined and they couldn't get out but you had to figure out a way to get your items into their hands and we had to get creative so for sure this was a really popular one Um, and i think there were quite a few who answered in different ways But really the most important part here was figuring out how to get your goods to your customers and most of us did it Um, the next one i thought was a little unique and it worked really well actually only one person mentioned it but i could think of a few because I, i follow everyone on instagram but for this particular shopkeeper she said it was her voice She said it was speaking up and standing for what she believed in. She was really vocal about the values of her store. She has two stores and her customers responded really well to it. Next is maturity as a business owner. And I can appreciate this one because I feel like I grow every year. Um, This particular shopkeeper said not trying to please every single customer, but instead they focused on their loyal customers and how to best serve them. I thought that was great next one was another really big category a lot of a lot of shopkeepers responded with this but it was their tenacity and positivity and i love this and i love it because it was them giving themselves credit rather than giving an outside source credit or you know maybe their e-commerce platform credit they're giving themselves credit one shopkeeper said the first thing that came to mind was that i didn't give up Another one said thinking positive and just putting one foot in front of the other. And then another shopkeeper said taking it one day at a time. Actually, it was Holly, the shopkeeper shout out from a few minutes ago. She said taking it one day at a time, keeping a level head and not, panic, not panicking over every curveball that 2020 threw us. Actually, I should say through at us, right? (laughs) When I try to record a podcast episode and read some of the notes I have on here, it's like becomes too much. All right. And then the next category is live and social selling. And of course, most of us know this. Many of us did it. Some of us are still terrified of it. But there were quite a few shopkeepers who had to overcome their fear of doing this. And this was really, really effective. Um, part of it is so many of our customers wanted to shop with us but they couldn't um, and this was a great way to serve them and get our goods into their hands. So Facebook live selling, comment using comments sold, all of those things, selling on Instagram live, selling through Instagram stories, any of those ways where you actually get on social media and sell. It was really effective and thank goodness for it it was one tool that my sister and i used and we're really grateful for it um, and the next one is really kind of similar not quite selling on social media but connecting with social media and then using i think this particular shopkeeper was using facebook ads Uh, Another category was amazing business partners, and I love this particular shopkeeper said um, she credits her husband, who stayed calm and focused during all the crazy days. Another category, and this one I think could be interesting to some shopkeepers, but there are quite a few retail business owners who really increased their inventory and added categories, or I should say and or added categories, so one shopkeeper said the second half was substantially increasing my inventory it felt like a big risk at the time but i'm so glad i did it another shopkeeper said that she purchased three shipping containers to use to store inventory and she said it was the best decision ever i love that they identified that maybe their stores were getting empty and that people really were enjoying shopping with them even if it meant being online or being limited in the store in terms of how many people could be there. And that they filled the gap by adding inventory and not being afraid to make that investment. And the next one I have a deep appreciation for because I bootstrapped, uh, my sister and I bootstrapped our business. And somebody recently asked me, what does that mean? Essentially, it just means paying cash for everything to build your business. You don't take out any loans, you don't owe anyone money. Um, you're paying cash to build it all up and then you're using the money from the business to reinvest and i have an appreciation for this one because it actually i should probably give this one credit for 2020 as well just being in that position of not having to panic that i had any debt or loan or someone that i needed to repay uh it makes you feel very safe and comfortable when something like like this happens like i felt fairly confident that we could last six to nine months maybe even a year if we had to um, without really panicking and one shopkeeper said having no business debt we could better use every penny coming in during the lean weeks and months while we were pivoting, rethinking, and eventually moving, which leads me to the next one that some shopkeepers actually even moved into larger spaces and they credited this to helping their 2020. They got the bigger store that they needed. They were able to add more merchandise and it helped them become successful. And then of course, adding websites and shifting to online, which I know just in our communities alone or having the conversations and saying what's going on on social media, that there were so many retail business owners who were not prepared for this and had to pivot and shift and hire this out quickly. They just had to get it done. They knew that if they didn't get it done, that there was a chance that their retail business could not survive. And I do plan on recording an episode about omni-channel retail. It's here it's not going anywhere we all really need to focus on this particularly in the coming years so i really want to do a full podcast episode on this i did a presentation um, at an online conference about this and i think it's really important so watch for that one soon and then last of course but not least was support from friends customers and community Um, One shopkeeper said that she received tremendous support from friends and this particular shopkeeper is online only. She said that there were so many people who spread the word and looked to her for gifts versus going to big box stores or going online to purchase holiday gifts. They went to her. And another shopkeeper said support from local people and generous landlords who waived rent for three months with no payback. No payback. Can I say that? No payback obligation. That one is fantastic. Our own personal landlord, he's amazing. He was very, very kind to us. But three months with no payback is a pretty big deal. So I I could tell she even gave it a little heart. Super grateful for that. So to summarize, and I know this episode is a nice um, quick and short one, and sometimes these are really good. But to summarize, I wanna share The list of things that made independent retailers in our community successful in 2019 versus the list that made them successful in 2020, just to compare. So the strongest categories from 2019 were doing it scared, building a strong sales team, expanding offerings, Instagram and Facebook, social media ads special events, and that was a lot of in-person events and in-person workshops, customer service, and the last one was coaching. And then the strongest categories from 2020 were curbside pickup or delivery or shipping or whatever way you could get stuff to your customers, tenacity and positivity, live and social selling, Increasing inventory and adding categories, and that that one is similar to 2019. Brand new website or building an e-commerce store. Support from friends, customers, and community, and then being debt free. I feel like there are a couple of similarities, but really the two feel different and there are some differences in the end retail businesses we do what we have to do um, and we get it done and we are essentially providing value to our customers so that stays consistent but the stories of pride resiliency and local support are just seriously heartwarming from 2020 and it proves that independent retailers are full of grit (laughs) that we're scrappy And after 2020, like seriously though, I feel like don't mess with us, right? Don't mess with us, we got this. The biggest lesson learned is that we are resourceful and resilient and if we can survive and for actually quite a few shopkeepers thrive in 2020, then good things are possible in 2021. I want to remind you don't underestimate yourself and if you're feeling tired and lonely and you're a member of one of our communities make sure you lean on us that's what we're there for if you use the apple podcast i just want to wrap this up by saying that if you use the apple podcast and you listen to this podcast or if you can head over to the apple podcast app it sounds like this is the only way to do this but if you can head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave a rating and a review, it really, really, really means a lot to me. And every month or not every month, I try to do it in every episode or every other episode. I try to give a shopkeeper shout out to someone who leaves a review and will link your website in the show notes. But I genuinely appreciate it. I feel like every time someone leaves me a review, Apple might share it with other shopkeepers that I can help too. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 60. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 60. And I want to add that my um, one of my virtual assistants, my podcast show notes assistant, she was recently married and moved from Costa Rica to... Um, to the US. So I've been trying not to bother her with any assignments. So the show notes might be up a week later. I want to tell her congratulations if she catches this. Well, she will catch it because she'll be doing the show notes in about a week. So the show notes won't be up right away, but they will get published. So until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at virginia.org.